Today's episode is brought to you by Triumph Equine Kinesiology Tape. Accessible, affordable, and made for all sticky situations. It's my favorite equine kinesiology tape, and I bet it'll be yours too. Available at triumphtape.com, and we'll also link it in the show notes. I'm Judith, and this is the Starline Equine Bodywork Podcast. This is a podcast about all of the things that I've learned and continue to learn in my career with horses. For the better part of a decade, I've been a full-time equine bodywork practitioner, educator, and author. My obsession? How horses really work. And how to get the most from our relationship with them in training and in sport. My passion? Helping horse owners, body workers, and aspiring body workers get going, unpack the latest science, research, and experiences behind what we do with horses to support their potential and optimize their performance. Hello, and welcome to the Summer Super Series of the Starline Equine Bodywork Podcast. This week, we're going to be bringing you a special episode every day. They're going to be some of the episodes that were our most downloaded, most commented on, and most popular episodes. And they're all gearing up towards Friday. And on Friday, we're going to be releasing an interview episode that I got to do with an incredibly special guest. Now, not only was I really looking forward to this conversation, but it did not disappoint. And I cannot wait to share it with you. I know you're going to love it as much as I loved having this conversation. So without further ado, here's today's episode. I heard the craziest fact. It's that horses are actually standing for 20 to 23 hours a day, and they only really lie down for REM sleep. That got me really thinking. How horses stand and their posture is really important because that's how they're spending most of their time. Any of their subpar performances, their inability to move past performance plateaus, behavioral changes, these are all indicators that we need to look at their habitual posture. And being able to recognize compensation patterns in these horses is a key way to really recognize what long-term soundness and capabilities they're going to have um, to really achieve success under tack. Now, um, I like to think of myself as a really hands-on horse owner. When I go to the horse shows, uh, I don't want to have anyone helping me. I like to tack up my own horses. I like to bathe my own horses. I put them away. Um, I, I like to think that I'm close to these animals. And uh, it really blew me away one time I stood back and really had a look at a horse. And I don't think I'd ever really done that. You know, I hadn't seen the, uh, the trees through the forest, the forest through the trees, whatever the saying is. And um, I noticed things about my horse that I missed, even with all of that hands-on time. And that was mostly in the way the horses were standing. In fact, I still use postural assessment as uh, a way to look at client horses on a regular basis. Um, posture can change for a ton of different reasons. Obviously, if there's a trauma or long-standing pain from a physical injury or insult, uh, a horse is going to stand in a, in a different way. Um, horses that have chronic movement dysfunction can get a muscular imbalance, and this makes them stand differently. Hoof distortion and imbalance, even their teeth, dental malocclusions, uh, the imbalance of riders, ill-fitting tack, and their own stress and emotion 
levels really alter the way they stand. So if they're standing for 20 to 23 hours a day, we need to understand that that good posture is going to provide them with stability. And it's going to have a positive influence on the way their muscles develop and expend minimal energy to be that way. And how that horse stands is going to impact the lengthening and shortening of ligaments. It's going to make muscle groups stronger or more stronger or more atrophied over time. And a neutral posture is going to strengthen their musculoskeletal system and give them a better balanced mechanical development. So bad posture, on the other hand, can come from pain and discomfort or even lead to pain, discomfort, and movement dysfunction. Poor stance requires the horse to use muscles that are designed for locomotion in order to have postural stability. And because the primary function of these muscles isn't that, they can become sore, overused, or even fibrotic. So when the horse's legs get loaded on asymmetrical angles, uh, we can set them up for stresses in movement and sports injuries become basically inevitable. Bad posture will create for your horse soreness in its haunches, overdevelopment in its glutes and hamstrings. Uh, horses with bad postures also develop asymmetrical heels. So if you look at their two front feet and compare them and their two hind feet and compare them, they often look quite different. And on the cross ties, you may notice your horse fidgeting, weight shifting, or resting one leg habitually. Or perhaps they have a, a reluctance to stand squarely, are camped out or tucked in. Or if you watch them in their stall, they could be mounding bedding to make themselves more comfortable. These are all sort of clues that we need to uh, take into consideration with our horses. Good posture. Um, you know, on the contrary, looks a lot different. A horse with good posture that's feeling good physically and emotionally will stand with their cannon bones vertical to the ground. They, uh, even if they don't habitually stand squarely, it will be easy to ask them to stand squarely. And the lowest point of their back is located just behind the withers and their spine will seem straight all the way to the lumbosacral junction. Horses that have good posture won't have a lot of muscle definition in their neck when their cervical posture is relaxed. They'll have soft and evenly developed um, pain and spasm-free muscles along their back, specifically the longissimus dorsi or that long muscle down their back, and their feet will be symmetrical. Now, the other thing that's really interesting is that horses with good posture, the frog width in their front feet is at the widest point, greater than that of the hind feet. So that's often a clue, too, of how your horse is standing, what his feet look like. Horses can have really common stance patterns as well that you should look out for. And these are, these are stance patterns, but yes, they affect posture. I mean, ideally, we want our horses standing squarely with their cannon bones vertical to the ground, but Often we see other things like diagonal pairs placed forward. So maybe a left hind limb and a right front limb will be forward. Or what I call a pace pattern, which is the legs on the same side being advanced. So front and back leg on the same side um, being forward or backwards. Most commonly, 
uh, are the next two examples I have. Uh, the lateral bend stance. This is when one front leg and one back leg are closer together. And this causes, if you're looking at the horse from above, basically a curvature in the spine. And that can create a lot of tension in a lot of areas in your horse. Or, uh, and I think most people have seen this one, a tucked in or basically it looks like a mountain goat standing on a rock stance where all of their limbs are placed underneath them so that uh, those cannon bones in the back are close to the cannon bones in the front. And, uh, and this, of course, being very common is a sign of a lot of other things going on in the musculoskeletal system of the horse. I think if we're really aware of how our horses stand and any minor irregularities that sort of arise before they become sort of big performance issues or lameness issues, we can often avoid catastrophic injury. We'll know that we have to intervene with body work or if your horse has a significant postural compensation with discomfort or lameness, you can get veterinary intervention and prevent long-term issue. Now, there are ways of doing exercises for restorative movement changes. Um, combine this with farrier work, equine dentistry, um, and long-term, you want to look at your training program as well for long-term results. Uh, and abnormal, abnormalities in posture can be positively influenced by reprogramming some of the postural control systems in a horse. And we do this to improve uh, neuromuscular integrity and proprioceptive input or the understanding of time and space where that's proprioception, those input from your horse's hooves. This can be done with a series of exercises, but I'll get into that in another episode. So if you're interested in reading a little bit more about this, we do have a free posture and performance PDF that you can go through. Uh, and if you want to grab that, we will leave that link for you in the show notes. Equine kinesiology tape increases the efficiency of your horse's body so that together you can strive for your goals. In the working horse, tape supports joints with long-term soundness in mind. It addresses fascial issues, lymphatic and circulation issues, and assists muscles, tendons, and ligaments. It can also be used in injury rehabilitation programs for faster and safer recovery so that your horse can feel like himself again. Tape is an affordable and accessible tool that, with a little know-how, can revolutionize your training and rehabilitation programs. Stuck Up is a course designed to give you the confidence and skills to add kinesiology taping to your toolbox, whether you're a horse owner or a professional body worker. Join Stuck Up and train like a professional, think like a body worker. Enroll at StuckUpCourse.com. <laughs> 